It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. Every day. And we welcome you into another episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Hope you had a great weekend watching a bunch of NFL playoff games. How about Kirk Cousins, huh? The former Redskin getting it done as well. A former Redskin retiring after a great career in the NFL. We'll have some details for you coming up on that. Also, we'll hear from Dwayne Haskins, starting quarterback of the Washington Redskins from Locker Cleanout Day uh, before things became official with Ron Rivera, but of course things were known uh, at that point. And we will also update you on Trent Williams and all the new coaches that are reportedly heading to Redskins Park to join Ron Rivera in his first coaching staff. So a lot to get in here uh, on this particular episode as we open up the week on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Let's start with the reported new coaches. Uh, And away we go. So there's a lot of Carolina flavor, obviously. Go figure. Uh, But as of late Sunday night into Monday morning, we still did not have... An update on Kevin O'Connell, the Redskins offensive coordinator. Now, here's the only update we have. We know he's met with Ron Rivera. Supposedly, reportedly, he is the clubhouse favorite. His name and his bio has been scrubbed from the Redskins coaching staff bios on Redskins.com, as has every other assistant coach, with the exception of Jack Del Rio, who we know is staying and obviously uh, going to be in charge of the defense. So... We don't know yet what exactly that means, but there's been a lot going on since we were last able to do an episode of the podcast. Scott Turner, son of Norv, interviewed with Ron Rivera on Friday. Now, according to Rappaport, it could be that Scott Turner is interviewing for the quarterback job as well. Uh, That he's not just an offensive coordinator candidate, he could be the quarterback's coach. Here's why. Couple of things. Number one, Scott Turner, again, son of Norv, only became an offensive coordinator with the Panthers when Ron Rivera got fired. And remember, Norv Turner didn't even take over as the interim head coach. He was like an, a, special, a special assistant to the head coach, Perry Fuel, another former Redskin defensive backs coach and assistant who was not well liked here by some, if not most, of the players. He took over as the interim head coach. So Scott Turner only became an offensive coordinator in the last month of the season. So to put him in that particular role here, I think would be a stretch. So it looks like, looks like Kevin O'Connell might be the choice there ultimately. However, also Grant Paulson, 106.7 The Fan, The Athletic, and uh, NBC Sports Washington reported over the weekend that former New York Giants head coach Pat Shermer is on the Redskins' radar and could be a candidate for the offensive coordinator position. Now, he's had a bunch of success as an offensive coordinator. He's been absolutely brutal as a head coach, 
But remember, he was with the Minnesota Vikings for a couple of years before Kirk Cousins joined them. When? Yeah, you guessed it. Case Keenum was their quarterback for at least one year. And the Vikings had a top five offense a couple of years. Uh, as did the Philadelphia Eagles when he ran the offense under Chip Kelly back in 2013, 14, and in that era. So Pat Shermer has had lots of success as an offensive coordinator. Again, brutal head coach in terms of record, and obviously he's not highly thought of in that regard. Uh, you know, fired after just two years with the New York Giants, a miserable record for whatever that tells you. So the bottom line is this. Right now, it looks like Kevin O'Connell is the leader in the clubhouse. That's been reported. It looks like Scott Turner might replace Tim Rattay. We don't know. Who was brought here last offseason as the quarterback's coach out of college. It's kind of stink for him because I think by and large he did a pretty decent job. Uh, working with Dwayne Haskins, and I know people were highly complimentary uh, of Tim Rattay. I just don't know if there's maybe a different position on the staff. I don't know. I mean, obviously, he would only stay if Kevin O'Connell is here, I would think, um, but we just don't know at this point. And again, Pat Shermer has been mentioned. Now, there's possibility. I guess I would put it as a very, 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 very outside possibility, but a possibility nonetheless I'll just throw it out there. The Dallas Cowboys finally fired Jason Garrett on Sunday night. After all that back and forth, after all of that, wouldn't it be a kick in the pants if Jason Garrett wound up with the Washington Redskins as an offensive coordinator? Now, I don't know if he's willing to do something like that after being a successful head coach. And make no mistake about it, record-wise, by and large, Jason Garrett was a successful NFL head coach. I know people think he's incompetent. I know people think he's a complete fool. Uh, they're wrong, as always. But he wasn't good enough to push a very talented team over the top. And that was not only just this year, but that was also even last year. when they did actually win a playoff game and did actually advance. But nevertheless, I digress. Jason Garrett could be, could be an outside chance for an offensive coordinator. Why? Or some sort of position with the offense. Well, why? Because that's not Ron Rivera's obvious natural-born strength, number one. Number two, you take a guy like Kevin O'Connell, young Maybe you bring in a guy like, again, a Jason Garrett to be an assistant head coach and maybe offensive consultant of some sort. So maybe you keep Kevin O'Connell, but you have that guy, Jason Garrett. They, I, I don't know. I'm just speculating. I have no inside knowledge at all. But it would seem to be like the type of move that Ron Rivera might make and it would seem to be like, hmm, if I'm Jason Garrett and I can't get a head coaching job, like the type of thing that maybe he would consider doing. Just speculating, just throwing it out there. Now, the other coaches that were hired over the weekend, reportedly, none of them are official, 
is X-Panthers run game coordinator and offensive line coach John Matsko. He's got about 28 years, I believe it is, of coaching experience, does Masco. Uh, and this number from the Carolina Panthers public relations staff entering this year. Since Matsko's first season with the Panthers in 2011, Carolina ranks third in the NFL in rushing yards, just under 17,000, obviously over that now, and second in rushing touchdowns, 138. I don't have the updated numbers. I was just going based on their um, website, but that was pre-2019. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey had a damn good year. So John Matsko reportedly, uh, according to Joe Pearson, uh, of The Athletic, joining Ron Rivera's staff. Also, ex-wide receivers coach Jim Hostler going to reportedly join Ron Rivera here in Washington, which means Ike Hilliard officially out. Hostler was only with Rivera in Charlotte for this year, but 19 years of experience, and he's worked with a bunch of different teams and a bunch of superstar great wide receivers like T.Y. Hilton, and healthy. Torrey Smith, who's now retired. Sammy Watkins. I wonder if Torrey Smith wants to get into coaching. You know, he's from the Stafford area. That might be something that you might see pop up. I don't know. Uh, also, the Redskins are apparently going to interview defensive line and game management coach Sam Mills III, according to Person. So that's a name that people might remember from his career, uh, largely with the New Orleans Saints. And that's an interesting name to kind of keep in mind there because obviously Jim Tom Sula is not coming back. Also, the Redskins have reportedly hired longtime Panthers trainer Ryan Vermillion. Now, he is an interesting pawn piece in all of this because he's very highly thought of around the league, according to the Washington Post, but also could be spun into Trent Williams. Uh, more on that in just a moment. Also, Pearson reporting that the Redskins might be wanting to add Jake Peets, who was, who was the running backs coach for the Carolina Panthers this year and obviously helped Christian McCaffrey get even better than he was. But he was also here in 2014, and he was on Jack Del Rio's Oakland Raiders coaching staff as a quarterback's coach. So keep that in mind. A lot of connections there for Jake Peets. Now, apparently, according to person, uh, Carolina wants to keep him because they think he's a really, really, really talented young coach, and it certainly seems that is the case. But again, remember, he was here in 2014 and worked with Jack Del Rio for a couple of years uh, in Oakland. Also, one other note before we turn to Trent Williams is, according to Adam Schefter, Steve Russ is going to be the Redskins' new linebackers coach. He was with Ron Rivera, of course, in Carolina. Now, Steve Russ doesn't have a lot of NFL experience. As a matter of fact, he was only with the Panthers the last two years, but he coached at Air Force, Wake Forest, Syracuse, and Ohio in college football. And as somebody pointed out to me uh, on Twitter, he's also served as a co-offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator a couple of times, or defensive coordinator two times, a co-offensive coordinator once uh, at Air Force 
where he also served again as an assistant head coach and a defense. So he's got experience on both sides of the football. Remember what Ron Rivera said, I don't want big names, I want teachers. I want guys with passion, and I want teachers. All right, so that's for right now, as of late Sunday night, the Redskins coaching situation. Of course, they're going to continue to add more. Coming up next, Schefter, what he reported on Sunday morning about the general manager search, and Trent Williams next on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. All right, guys, it's Chris Russell here for Locked on Redskins, here for Blinkist. Like the rest of us, I bet you're going into 2020 thinking about what you didn't get turned around in 2019 and what your goals are for the new year. If you want to work towards being your best self in the upcoming year, understand more about the world around you and make sure your time is well spent. Blinkist is for anyone who cares about learning but doesn't have a lot of time. That's you, right? Blinkist takes the key insights from over 3,000 nonfiction bestsellers in over 27 categories and condenses them down to 15-minute blinks, which are text and audio explainers that help you understand more about the core ideas of each book. Use blinks to get into a topic quickly, find new topics to grow from, or figure out which books you want to spend more time reading or listening to completion. With Blinkist's high-quality audio feature, you can jump right in on the go during your commute, at the gym, or even download to listen offline. For instance, I use Blinkist When I'm making breakfast, after I have my coffee, I need a little something to get my mind going, bam. That's when you can use Blinkist, or you can use it while you're driving to work. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash locked on to start your free seven-day trial. Get 25% off of a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash locked on to get 25% off and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash locked on. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days that you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, fellas. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. They're chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from a little more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code Locked On to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Good to have you with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Make sure you follow the podcast at Locked on, uh, at Locked Redskins, I should say, at Locked Redskins. As well, you can follow me individually on Twitter at Russellmania621. You can read me, si.com slash NFL slash Redskins, part of the Redskins Maven site on si.com. That is Sports Illustrated as well. You can listen to me, 1067 The Fan and the Radio.com app. And by subscription, you can read me as well, Warpath. 
Death magazine. Also, don't forget to check out our Google News Initiative updates. One in five minute approximately reports on the Washington Redskins daily, Monday through Friday. Just say, hey, Google, play me the Redskins. And away you go. You get the latest Redskins news each and every weekday on your favorite football team. So check it out uh, on the Google News Initiative. All right, let's get to this. Trent Williams might be coming back. That's right. Trent Williams might be coming back. Apparently, according to the Washington Post, Ron Rivera's top priority or one of his top priorities is to mend the fences with Trent Williams and to try and lure him back. Now, you may remember Donald Penn, free agent, Brandon Chair, free agent, uh, Eric Flowers, free agent, Jaron uh, Jaren Christian, not good enough. So the Redskins ideally and really need Trent Williams back. And... Trent Williams obviously left here under very, very, very nasty terms, largely because of Bruce Allen and somewhat because of whatever happened with Larry Hess. And that wasn't the only problem with Larry Hess or Bruce Allen, but that was a huge part of the problem. So Rivera apparently is going to try and mend the fences and maybe try and lure Trent Williams back. That all sounds great. That could be your plan. But Trent Williams has said over and over again, he wants more guaranteed money. Now, the indication based on every way that he said it was not necessarily that he wants, I mean, of course he would want a three-year contract extension if the guarantees were heavy, heavy, heavy. But in several interviews, he indicated, said, that he wanted more guaranteed money on his existing contract, which is one year and a base salary of $12.5 million and a cap number of like 14.5. And as I wrote on SI.com slash NFL slash Redskins, part of the Redskins Maven site, you could, if you're the Washington Redskins, take care of this and maybe try and lure him back without necessarily extending the contract or giving him a new one especially if that's not what he wants. And quite honestly, after being on the shelf for a year and a half and not knowing whether or not his helmet is going to fit him and if he's going to be able to play football again, I don't know how you could give him a contract extension, to be perfectly honest. So to me, the best thing to do would be, hey, Trent, what if we were to guarantee you $10 million of your $12.5 million salary for this year? But what if we were to do it like on March 1st so that you're guaranteed that money so that you'll come and be a part of the offseason program? What if we do it on June 1st? And you say, all right, so we can get you back in here for, you know, the final week of minicamp. Maybe he doesn't do much. But maybe we get the whole helmet thing figured out, and then you're ready to rock and roll start of training camp. That is a possibility that the Redskins could not add any money to the contract. Maybe they add a sweetener. Who knows? And guarantee the non-guaranteed base salary, which is guaranteed once he's on the week one roster, but it's not guaranteed until then as a vested veteran. So that is something to keep an eye on. We will have developments and updates. Uh, all I can tell you is I, I've talked to somebody close to Trent, and 
you know, finally, after months and months and months of silence and doom and gloom, there is at least some optimism that Trent might, might come back to the Redskins on both sides. And boy, wouldn't it be a coaching, a culture changing type situation if Ron Rivera was able to pull that off, especially after things went down uh, with Bruce Allen because of the medical misdiagnosis or situation that ultimately led to Trent having cancer. All right, so another thing that also came out Sunday officially from Adam Schefter of ESPN, it's been rumored throughout the week. I had been told something slightly different, uh, so I thought there was a possibility that the Redskins were going to add a GM sometime soon, but apparently, according to Schefter, and these are, there are other reports earlier that confirmed this, but clearly Schefter was talking to somebody because Schefter also reported the linebackers coach today. Uh, so clearly he was talking to somebody in the building. We'll just leave it at that. Also, he was told that the Redskins are not going to add a general manager until May, and therefore after the draft. And that's kind of interesting because the timeline is certainly not what fans want to hear, but I think the timeline is not as bad as you guys think. There's two hiring cycles. One, right after a season, i.e. now, and one right after the draft, i.e. in May. So Schefter, in his words, reported this. Redskins now are planning to wait until after the draft to hire a general manager per league sources. The team's thinking is that it still has people in place for now. Though anyone in the front office is in jeopardy after the draft, and there will be more changes. So there will be more changes. We, I think we all understand that. There's probably going to be four, five, six, seven guys that lose their job, right? I don't think this is a major, 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 major problem for the Washington Redskins in terms of timing, because the people in place right now, your Eric Schaefer's of the world, your Kyle Smith, your Alex Santos, you know, they know the organization really well. They, Kyle Smith, knows the draft class, of course, really well. Now, he doesn't know the whole thing yet because not everybody's done declaring, and we don't have the combine and the individual workouts and all that stuff, so there's still a lot of data to gather. But he's right in the middle of that and his staff. So to me, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to blow out Kyle Smith, to blow out Eric Schaefer, to blow out even Alex Santos right now. And I know all of that has been reported and then backed off on. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to do that right now when you consider that if there was a general manager that Ron Rivera was trying to hire that was not under contract to a team... There would be no reason to wait until May. You could just hire him, right? He's not under contract. You could just bring him in. So they haven't, i.e. a Lewis Riddick. Uh, it was rumored that the few, former Houston general manager, Rick Smith, was a strong possibility before, I guess, Rivera was hired. It would seem to indicate to me that that's dead if they chose to go with Rivera's route and plan, as opposed to hiring Rick Smith, very successful with the Houston Texans. So, again, they could bring in Lewis Riddick this week. 
he's unemployed. I mean, he's employed with ESPN, but he's not employed with an NFL team. If they're trying to hire somebody that's currently under contract with an NFL team and they're only under contract until May of this year, 2020, or June, or whatever, you have to wait until then. Or you're going to have to pay some sort of compensation. The Redskins probably do not want to pay compensation. The other part of it is what happens if the new GM or vice president of player personnel or whatever title they're going to give is already in the building? What happens if that's Kyle Smith, who has a relationship with Ron Rivera, dating back to Ron Rivera's days in San Diego under Kyle Smith's dad, AJ, who was the general manager at the time? And clearly, even though Kyle and Ron haven't worked together up until now, they know each other, and I'm told that they have a good relationship. So maybe that's a possibility. So again, I don't think the timeline is really that important here. I think if you wanted somebody that's not under contract, you'd get them in now. If you want somebody that is under contract currently, you're going to have to wait anyway because you're not going to be able to give up compensation. The Redskins are in no place to be giving up compensation, players or picks. And or it could be somebody already in the building. Just my thoughts. All right, we will hear quickly from... Wayne Haskins coming up next from last Monday's locker room cleanout day, starting quarterback of the Redskins as we finish it up on the Locked on Redskins podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL scouting podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it is Chris Russell with you. We take you home on the Locked on Redskins podcast, right out to Redskins Park, where quarterback Dwayne Haskins met with the media as his rookie year ended. I guess first up, how's your health? Uh, it's doing well. I'm rehabbing my ankle, and I'll be full going in a couple weeks. And what, what's your plan for the offseason? I'll be here rehabbing and um, be traveling a little bit, and I'm um, excited for the offseason. Dwayne, how would you kind of summarize this whole season? Uh, it's been a learning experience, and it's being able to get better with my guys and the rookies in this room. I'm really excited for the future. What's the biggest thing you think you learned? Uh, biggest thing I learned from this season is just um, the adversity you face in the NFL, and um, it's inevitable, but be able to continue to get better and work on your craft with your teammates is uh, what's the fun part about it. There's obviously going to be a lot of change here this offseason and some possibly today. How do you, what do you think about that? And you, are you concerned about like, not so much what it means for you, but you're going to have to maybe be starting over with a new offense, et cetera. I'm excited. Um, sometimes change is, is all right. It's good. And um excited to have the opportunity to continue to learn and grow here in this, uh, this organization. And I'm grateful for the opportunity. How would you describe your relationship with Kevin? Because he's someone who might wind up staying through all the change. Yeah, Kevin's a great guy. And I hope he gets the opportunity to stay. And um, we've grown a lot throughout the year. And, um, you know, someone I think he's going to be a really great offensive coach in the, in the NFL. So I um, hope he gets to stay. What's your reaction of Bruce, being, Bruce Allen being fired? Uh, I like Bruce. Uh, we had a good relationship, and um, I'm really uh, sad he had to go. Beyond the extra reps and just work, what, was, what do you think was the biggest thing that helped propel you to have that strong finish that you had down the stretch? Uh, just uh, continuing to play ball and just seeing the field. And um, just getting more comfortable in the offense, what we're doing, and how we're attacking the defense. And, you know, hope we continue to do that in the future. 
All right, and that's Dwayne Haskins meeting with reporters last Monday at Redskins Park. Thanks for being with us. Have a great start to your week right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. More content to come throughout the week. And don't forget to check out our Google updates. One in five minute approximately reports. Just say, hey, Google, play me the Redskins. And there you go. I'm Chris Russell. Have a great week. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.